if we're chronicling the achievement of the 20th century and we're looking at Harlem and we're going to say, okay, what was the great literature created in Harlem? Well, we would be able to find some very, very wonderful novels and poems and books of poetry and plays uh, to point to. You know, you might say Kane by Gene Toomer and Weary Blues by Langston Hughes, right on up through uh, work by Anne Petrie and, and Ralph Ellison, and not excluding um, Richard Wright. But once you put that achievement, as, as important as it is, against what was achieved by Ellington, and by Fats Waller, and by U.B. Blake, and Billie Holiday in the city. I think we have a, we have a, uh, I mean, we, we, these things can't be quantifiable, and we don't want a horse race in the arts, but Ellington really makes us think again about what it means to be a composer. Really, Ellington turned the idea of a sonata on its ear, or turned it inside out by infusing it with ingredients that were homegrown. I mean, it's certainly true that, that there's a sense in which Ellington is the son or grandson of Dvorak. I mean, Dvorak is coming to the United States and saying, we should create a new world symphony, and you know, he wrote one of his own. But it's one of Ellington's achievements that as a student of a student of Dvorak, I think more than any other composer, and people, people would argue with me about this, but I would be glad to be there with, in the argument, uh, to say that that he really creates a new world symphony that is um, the, the wonder of the country and of the world. And when he, he calls work after work uh, Harlem Airshaft or just Harlem or I'm slapping Seventh Avenue with the sole of my shoe, he's really dedicating um, his work to Harlem and identifying it as a place that has been a great inspiration uh, to him.